previously on Live at 605. What came first, the mannequin or the Today Special? We can build this day I hope people can hear the song in the background. We just sound crazy. Um, I sound fantastic. Next. John Malin. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is season 14, episode 4 of Live at 6.05, and usually by this point you would hear my lovely co-hosts interjecting and saying something, but this week I am riding solo dolo again for a solo cast, aka this is going to be called a scare cast, because I am very excited about this week's episode, and don't you guys worry, just because it's me live in the studio by myself right now, doesn't mean that there won't be some Val later on, so I'll explain all these things in a bit, but it's going to be a very fun episode. It's going to be a little bit different than usual, but this is one of those episodes I've been wanting to do for a while, so we'll get into that. But yeah, this is basically just me. Uh, Val's away. She's going to be doing a lot of traveling over the next little while, so she is somewhere flying across Canada at the moment, and you know, she wanted. To, we were going to wait till Wednesday. She gets back late Tuesday night, and we were going to do a episode this on Wednesday and put out Wednesday night. Because we had a crazy past week, which I'll mention a little bit coming up. But then I was like, ah, oh, I don't, I hate missing days. And it's pretty rare that we don't put these out Monday night, Tuesday morning. And I was like, well, I had this idea of something I could do. I could talk about some new stuff. I could play some really good old clips. And I was like, well, I don't, I'm not going to talk about what we did last week. So I'm obviously going to save that for when Val's back so we can talk about all the craziness. But yeah, I think it's still going to be a lot of fun. And before I let you guys know what this week's episode is all about, got to give out the contact information. And let me start again by giving my lovely co-hosts Twitter and all that info out. So you can follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. She is at ValGomez23. Pardon me. And I can do that because I'm by myself tonight. And at the moment, if you want to see Val's latest picture... Basically, let me break the news down. Today is May 15th. I'm recording this, 2017. And it's actually Chaboy's birthday right now. So give myself a little round of applause. Yeah, it's my birthday. I hate celebrating my birthday. Why don't I hate celebrating it? I just hate other people celebrating my birthday, which sounds weird. But it's basically like I don't want people to have to come out and do stuff because it's my quote-unquote day. So, I mean, I obviously love getting ice cream cake and presents. That I'm not going to, you know, badmouth. But we did have a crazy week. And if you want a sneak preview, we'll talk about next week. Go to Val's Instagram. She currently has 45 likes of our weekend birthday celebrations. And we'd had big birthday party with a bunch of friends. We had a lovely baptism. We had an ice cream cake and so much more. So if you go to her Instagram, like it, and you'll see what we'll be talking about next week and then you can follow your boy on twitter and instagram and snapchat i go by malencamp and i gotta say i'm a little bit disappointed in my instagram numbers and i know i say that every week but this week i mean it last week was our vacation podcast we had a lot of fun we recorded it in punta cana dominican republic and we have some fun end of that trip stories that we'll again we'll talk about next week because we had a crazy delayed flight coming back and um, a bunch of other things. So we'll talk about that then. But on my Instagram, I posted a one-minute video of me and Val doing some dune bugging around Punta Cana. 
And basically, the product, production quality I did to this is so goddamn good that it looks like a rap video. And I used this song, No Hook, by OJ the Juice Man. And if you're an Atlanta fan, then you know I stole, I took the song from episode one. But look at this. I post this fantastic video of us doing dope shit. Nine likes. That's it. Meanwhile, this post should be getting a 50 like type thing. But that's all right. But you can follow me and you can see all my dopeness on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat at Malencamp once again. And then if you go to iTunes, rate, subscribe, and leave a comment because everything you do gives us gets us into the news and noteworthy, which gets more people listening, which means we're going to keep doing this thing. Because as of today, I think we're up to, fuck, like almost 160 episodes, which is crazy. You know, it's uh, still it's still amazing. Four years in, we've come this far. And yeah, so hold on. Okay, I had to do a slight pause there. And I think it's very fitting with what I'm about to talk about tonight, that something very strange happened. So if you guys know, if you listen to us enough, we love talking about like ghosts and aliens and goblins and Bigfoots and all that kind of stuff. I love the paranormal. And I've recently got into... Uh, an awesome new paranormal podcast called Me and Paranormal You. And it's with this guy, I forget his name, but he hosts and he has people who comes on who talk about different like ghost experiences or, you know, satanic things or just whatever, just weird, peculiar, abnormal things. And I've been listening to it and for whatever reason, I listen to it when I go to bed, which is the worst idea. And come to, so come to think of it, this week's episode, I want to do a bunch of things. I looked up some awesome ghost stories online. I want to talk about them. And we'll see what we think. I want to play some of our best clips of some of our own ghost experiences because, uh, spoiler alert, Val has seen a ghost and it's a crazy goddamn story. So we're going to replay that so you can hear her if you missed that from, I think, two or three seasons ago. And yeah, I want to talk about like scary shows and movies and just overall, I don't know, I think a lot of people are interested in the paranormal and things that you don't see every single day. So I'm going to talk about, play some clips. It might not be the longest episode, but I'm just going to do it and have some fun. So yeah, that's what this week's episode is going to be about. And as I record this, I'm staying uh, in Club 605 by myself tonight, as I mentioned, that Val is not here. She's away on assignment. I realized doing an episode all about ghosts and aliens and this kind of shit, probably not the best idea for when I'm home alone, but I'll cross that bridge when I have to go to sleep by myself tonight. And I'll just take some night call to zonk me out and hope that I don't have any crazy goddamn dreams but um but before we get into everything i should give out a sponsorship so i do have a sponsorship so let's get into it this is my sponsorship of the week sponsorship of the week so this is what i've been kind of holding back because i don't know why i've just gotten so riled up about this and it's not something that actually happened to me it's just something that's been annoying me so Katy perry one of the biggest pop stars, musicians in the world. And you know what? I actually like her. She's one of my, um, she's one of the uh, pop stars I like more. I like her more than Lady Gaga or Britney Spears or whoever else, Megan Trainer. I don't know. I'm not into this kind of thing. You know me, I listen to hardcore gangster rap shit because I'm a gangster. But she has a new song out. Uh, it's called Chained to the Rhythm. And first of all, it's the worst goddamn song I've ever heard in my life. And it's, I can just picture like five writers in a room together writing this basic crap type song where the chorus is something I've heard a million times before and it's just like the stupidest beat and all this stuff. 
So whatever, I mean, we all have songs out there that are huge that we all hate. But when I saw the music video for this song, for whatever reason, I just got so angry with her and like the music industry. I just couldn't, I just couldn't have it anymore. I remember there was one day, maybe a month or so ago, when Val and I were driving around somewhere and her song came on, that Chain to the Rhythm song. And for like the next 10 minutes, I just went off on all the things that were wrong with this song and the music video and like Katy Perry's image. I just pissed me off so much. So I'm just going to briefly describe this now because I want to get into that crazy ghost shit that we're going to be talking about. But if you watch the music video on YouTube or something, I'm sure it has like a close to a billion views, which is crazy. I mean, I post some funny uh, Live at 605 game on YouTube, 50 likes, but whatever. That's for something else we'll talk about. But her video just makes me so angry because I think she's a very pretty lady and I like her videos where she just dresses normally. But in the new video, she's dressed up like a Barbie doll. She has like this weird plastic white hair and she's in these weird outfits. I'm like, don't be the weird girl. Just be yourself. Just sing your songs. Dress normally. I mean, leave the weirdness to someone like Lady Gaga, who I believe when Lady Gaga dresses up in a meat dress, I believe that she actually wants to dress up in a meat dress. But I feel like whoever's working at Universal Music or whoever she's under, Katy Perry, I'm like, I feel like it's market tested. You know, they do focus groups. Okay, if you wear this, you dress like that. You take a little bit of this pop star and a little bit of that. I'm like, no, just fucking dress normal. Sing better songs because this song's awful. And just stop being the weird person because you're not weird. Leave that to Lady Gaga or someone, whoever else is like more authentically weird. I don't know why this pisses me off so much, as you can hopefully tell by my monotone voice right now, but it just angers me because I do like her so much. I think back to like some of her other songs where she just kind of dresses normally and just sings. I'm like, yeah, I know your voice isn't the greatest, but whoever your writers are, they usually write good songs. So it's like, just leave the goddamn weirdness to other people out there. And that's my goddamn sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Okay, so... Next week's episode, we are going to do a full recap of my birthday weekend. We're going to talk about a awesome dinner birthday that we had where Val cooked an amazing meal. We're going to talk about a uh, baptism we had with some good friends. We're going to talk about my birthday Boston pizza night. We're talking, going to talk about the great gifts that I got from Val and a bunch of my other friends. And we're going to talk about the rest of our trip home from Punta Cana, where I may or may not have gotten traveler's diarrhea. And we're going to talk about whatever else is on the uh, agenda. So we're going to do that. But let me just briefly talk about uh, what's going on in my life right now before we get into that crazy ghost shit. But today's Monday. It's my actual birthday. And I'm 32 this year. You know, when I started this podcast, I was a wee young man in my late 20s. And the good thing is I feel like I got a bit of that fountain of the youth where it's like I don't feel like I'm in my 30s. I feel like I'm still like 25 I just feel like I look it, I'm active, whatever. I just, birthdays also don't bug me. I don't care about getting older. Like, I, I don't dread it, this or that. But the one thing I do hate, I hate going into work on my birthday because, again, I just don't really like the attention because it's like, oh, you were born this day, so let's all get together and sing songs and give you cake and this and that. It's like, yeah, I love cake. I love ice cream cake at home by myself. So the crappy thing is, Without Facebook, you know, years and years ago, you can go into work on your birthday. No one would ever know unless you're the kind of person who goes in and brags about it being your birthday. You're like, oh, I got to celebrate this thing. 
But of course, I go in today because my birthday is on Facebook, which I guess I could take off. But I'm sure deep down inside me, part of me likes being set, told happy birthday. But I go into work and everyone greets me with like, oh, happy birthday, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, it is kind of nice. But I just hate, I'm like, okay, this is great. Just don't fucking do anything. Don't give me cake. Don't do like a big office get together thing. Just leave it alone. Just say happy birthday. Give me a pat on the back and that's good to go. So luckily that happened. And then some people were like, oh, why didn't you take your birthday off? I'm like, oh, well, first of all, I'm kind of by myself today, which obviously I don't, I would almost rather spend my birthday by myself, but it's like, oh, Mondays are always busier at work and I would rather go in, put in a full busy work day and then come home and have a satisfying night to myself where you're going to be watching game two of round three of the Stanley Cup playoffs with your Ottawa Senators against the Pittsburgh Penguins, which I'm sure we'll talk some hockey next week as well. And hopefully by next week, we'll either have clinched and be going on our way to the Stanley Cup or be a win or two away from it. So it's very exciting to be an Ottawa Senators fan right now. Not as exciting to be an Ottawa Senators fan in Toronto, but that's okay. And yeah, so I just, tonight I'm by myself, so I'm trying to debate what to do for dinner. I think I'm just going to cop out and just get Swiss Chalet and watch the hockey game, which whatever. It's my birthday. I can do what I want. But uh, yeah, so that was my day. Put in a good, good work day. But enough of this boring life shit. Why don't we get into the crazy ghosts and alien stuff I've been teasing all week. And yeah, so I'm going to play some clips from previous episodes where we talk about different ghost experiences we had. But one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this podcast was, like I said before, I listened to this podcast now called Me and Paranormal You. And this lady was on and she's being interviewed and she's talking about living in a haunted apartment and kind of ever since she was a kid seeing ghosts and having like spiritual experiences, this and that. And the one interesting thing she said, which I'm going to talk about now, but then I want to talk about next week again with Val and just kind of get her opinion, is do you guys ever randomly see the numbers 1111, whether it's on your watch, on a clock, you know, so it's all, it's 1111 at night or 1111 in the morning, or when you're, you know, walking across the street, do you see a sign that says 11 next to another 11 or whatever it is? It's supposed to be, you know, whenever we see it at home here, Val and I are always like, it's 1111, make a wish. But this lady who was on the podcast who sees ghosts and this and that, she was talking about how when she sees 11-11 and she sees it all the time, so she would go to different psychics or different um, whoever and just be like, oh, you know, what's the real meaning of 11-11? Because she's like, I researched it and a lot of times people are like, oh, it's a good thing. It means um, someone's watching over you. It's supposed to be comforting 11-11. It's supposed to be good. It shows uh, all this great stuff. And some people online are like, oh, no, it's a bad thing. It means I think, like, the devil's watching you, this or that, which is kind of horrifying. But she had an interesting perspective, and she was talking about how she believes in reincarnation because she went to a psychic, and the psychic said that this is, like, her third life right now. And before that, she was living in, like, the Roman Empire times, or she was, like, living as, like, um, in colonial Williamsburg, 1850s or some shit like that. And apparently she was saying that uh, also, she could be sent from like the future, or she could be from a different galaxy. And when you see eleven eleven, it's supposed to be a code that's supposed to trick you and remind you to be like you've been sent back in time to wherever day it is, whatever time it is. You've been sent back in time to save the world because you're from the future. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever to be like. It's supposed to trigger your head to be like, oh shit, eleven eleven. I'm sent here for a purpose, and that's to save the world from this crazy Donald Trump mess that we're all in, or to save the world from um, global warming and how 
the glaciers are melting and, you know, the oceans are rising and we're all going to be dead in the next hundred years. So I just thought that was kind of interesting because I don't know if you guys see it, but I see 11-11 all the time. And usually it's just like when we go to bed and it could be because Val usually goes to bed around 11 and I'm saying goodnight to her and there's a clock next to us. But I see it all the time and I'm wondering, should I be sent back in time? Am I like Terminator where I'm supposed to rescue the world and save everyone from like extinction? I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll find out one day that I am. But I just thought that was super, super cool. And you know what? Before I tell a ghost story that I read online, why don't we why don't we get into a classic 605 story? I'm trying to think which one should I do. All right, you know what? I'm just going to get into it and tell the best ghost story that has ever been told on Live at 605. And it's actually Val's ghost story. And let me just see what episode it's from. Um... It is from, okay, it is from season 10, episode 5. The episode is called Previously On. And here's a little background information. One day we were at Val's parents' house and we were talking to her mom. And her mom just casually threw out there, Oh, Val, remember that time you saw that Indian ghost chief, Native American, in your room when you were a kid? And she's like, no. And I'm like, no? And so that prompted the story. And this is a good 10-minute story about... The time when Val was, I don't know, maybe four or five years old, and a Native American chief was in her bedroom, and her family, her mom and dad saw it, and it's a horrifying story, and it's one where I was like, it took you seven years of us dating and like nine years of of us knowing each other for you to tell me this story. It's a doozy, so why don't we get into it? This is season 10, episode five, previously on, and this is Val's ghost story. You've been holding out on me. Me? You, okay, there's one thing you know about me. What's a TV show, a type of TV show I love to watch that I shouldn't watch? Paranormal Witness. Exactly. Paranormal Witness, there's all ghost stories. Yeah. Do I not love ghost stories? You do. Do you not think, after seven years of dating... Do you know, I've never... I just got set up, because this is serious. Yeah. He did. So guess who has a ghost story, but never told me in the I seven years we were dating? You have this very me. creepy ghost story that you've been holding out on me for seven years and 110 podcasts. <laughs> were so, you freaked out when my mom told you? Fuck yeah. I, yeah. So can you tell everybody your ghost story, <laughs> please? So I didn't actually remember this genuinely till my mom told me. Okay. And so I guess it could be something that like... And she told the story pretty well, which was like kind she of did. crazy because I'm like, my mom does not retell stories well at all. <laughs> oh, no, bum, I'm serious. She's like me telling jokes or I'll just start laughing. Yeah. Um, but okay, so we grew up in Mississauga. And for those of you guys who don't know, Mississauga is like an Aboriginal word for something. But the entire city of Mississauga. I think it stands for uh, head cheese. And you were saying, ah, you pinched my nipple. Yes. That could be a previous on. No. Oh. Right. And so, <laughs> basically, um, all in Mississauga, we were told, was like on a, an Indian burial ground. Okay. Was built on it. And so, when we were younger, um, I was about, like, I think she said seven or eight. Yeah. Or something. And then my brothers. You, you're basically, I am your daughter. I eight. am your um and then my brother Brandon he was like in high school my other brother Carl he was away in university and so when I was going to sleep or something my bedroom was across the hall from my parents growing up and out of nowhere and this is like my mom retelling the story yesterday to John and I 
Um, I ended up, like, waking up in the middle of the night and saying to my, like, just freaking out because I saw a man wearing feathers, like a headdress, in my bedroom, and I freaked out, and I started crying and ran into my parents' room, and I told them, and they're like, obviously, tough love in the Gomez household, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, which, P.S., we're basically the master of none family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which we can tell that story later. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, my dad was like, no, go back to bed. And so I was like, I can't go back there because this man is standing in my room with a feather headdress on. And so I was, like, so upset and freaking out. And then I just came back and, like... 10, 20 minutes passed or some yeah. time lapse passed. And Did they, like, walk you back to your room or, like... Fuck no! Jesus! This is a Gomez household. You're on your own, dude. Tough right? Love. And so, like, I don't know about you, but I always remember this also freaking me out growing up, where my bedroom was directly opposite my parents' room, and I used to sleep with my door open. Yeah. And so did they. But you know when your eyes, when it's pitch black and you start making outlines of in course. the dark... I used to because my idiot brother Brandon showed me the movie Stephen King's It when I was younger and I always used to think about the scene where the clown, Pennywise or whatever the hell it is, yeah. used to come Pennyworth. out of the fucking sewer, yeah. right? And like come like kill like all the people or whatever. Right. But I always used to think I would see his outline in my parents' doorway. Well, you want to know what's freaky? I just remember this. From when I was a little kid, not much younger or older than you, for some reason, I had a framed clown poster. Why? Framed. I don't Why know. Why would you frame it? And you that sounds it, like the worst idea. And you think it wasn't the scariest thing no, I've ever seen? No, that sounds like the worst idea ever. Exactly. Um, Clowns can suck my, my, <laughs> no. my leg. And so, either way, so then I ended up um, crying again after like 20 minutes, and I run back into my parents' room, and my... Mom was like, okay, why don't you just come here and sleep with us? Yeah. And so I was like, okay, good. So I pass out. And then <laughs> my mom passes out. And then my dad is sleeping. Yeah. And then he wakes up and he sees the like, man dressed up with like the oh. feather headdress. And he freaks out. <laughs> but instead of saying that he sees it to me yeah. and my mom, what did my mom say? She said she like called us all to come downstairs. Yeah, he like woke you guys he up. Woke like, us all going downstairs. Let's all go downstairs. And so that I was like, scary. what the shit? And so I don't know what it was. And like, I almost wish my, um, whatchamacallit, like my parents were here so they could tell, like my mom could tell the story again. Yeah. But I just remember being like, I don't know. It's so weird. I never remember having any more nightmares or like or visions, visions of that kind of stuff any like when ever you, again. But it did freak me out coming home yesterday. Or like if we ever have to like when I go home on Christmas, like is it like a Ouija board? Have you ever played with a Ouija board? Um, my older sister had a sleepover once. I think mm -hmm. when my sister's was, sister was still in high school or or whatever, and they had a Ouija board in our basement. Oh, and. Uh, Oh, what the fuck what was the that? Fuck? That was a bullshit goal. Uh, they used a Ouija board, and I think I remember my mom saying the next day she came downstairs and saw all these, like, dark spots on the carpet. Ew. Like, perfect round circle spots. Did she clean them? Oh, yeah. She's not going to leave, like, the mom. To, 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 I'm trying to say the demon. Anyways. I can't. Demonic. Demonic. Yeah. Demonic circle. You're not going to leave demonic circles on the ground. Oh, but, that's such a waste. I uh, know. That's, that's. Why did he go for it? 
I know, Anderson. Anderson's played like 18 games in a row. Yeah, but it's like you're on a power play. Why would you go for the puck behind the net? Yeah. But anyways, I wouldn't be nervous uh, going back to saying at your parents' house. First of all, that was you were 7 years old, so that was like 21 year, 23 years ago. Again. You haven't seen anything since then. Your parents have been there every single day for 23. They haven't yeah. seen anything. Just to be safe, I'm going to take some NyQuil tonight. Okay. <laughs> but do you... Um, do you remember that day, like, after your mom told you about it? Um, I vaguely remember. Like, the weird thing is, is that I don't remember Oh, no, what... I'm a thought. Did he get a penalty? No. Sorry, keep going. Um, I don't remember the day it happened. Yeah. But I feel like I remember where in my bedroom I saw the man standing. Okay. And I remember feeling like... Like, I don't know. I just remember that freak-out feeling. Of course. Like... I do think people sometimes have spirits in their house. Yeah. And stuff. And, like, for whatever reason, I also always feel like... Remember that one trailer that's out right now? It's, like, Paranormal Witness. Yeah. But it's, like, the kid is the one who yeah, sees yeah. the thing. I do feel like somehow... Kids some, are more... Kids are more susceptible to seeing things. For, for sure. For whatever reason. Definitely. But, yeah. Now I'm scared shitless to go to sleep at night. <laughs> well, I apologize, but thank you for bringing back... Helen at that, that story. Yeah. Ugh! Have you ever played with the Ouija board? Yeah, and once I played with a stranger, and I'm like, there's no way in hell. We were at, like, a cousin's house, and it was, like, me, my cousin, and a stranger. Okay. And so I was like, you know when you're, like, some people just don't know personal things about you, and it's, like, yeah. before the times of Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all this shit, and, like, I didn't go to school with these people, so they wouldn't know personal things about my life. Right. And I know the thing with the Ouija board is you... People think you manipulate where the letters go. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, who are you crushing on at this point or whatever? And then. Yeah, uh, but did they just go to like Justin Timberlake? No, that's pretty. No, that's no, a pretty no. easy one. No, no, no. <laughs> they didn't. But then it was weird because we ended up like summoning some sort <laughs> of. Some Summon, hottie from the 60s? No, we summoned some sort of James spirit. Dean. And you know the thing with the Ouija board is you have to say goodbye to them because you can't let them linger. Yeah. Right? Like the cranberries. Did you have to let it linger? I love that song. But either way, yeah, we played it once and I was playing with these stranger people. And I'm like, how do they know all this about me? Yeah. Which freaked me out because I'm like, I know I'm not moving this damn thing. Right. Right? So I'm like, how do they know where to move it? So that kind of shit freaks me out. So I'll never play a Ouija board again. No, I would never play the Ouija board. Isn't it weird that all ghosts, they're all from like eight, 1800s. You never see a ghost with like an iPhone 4 or something like that. No. It's like, oh, hey guys, I died two years ago. No, this is me in my skinny jeans no, and my iPhone 4. They, they won't be the ones that haunt you. Sometimes I think it's like because of the lapse. You need like a hundred years to pass before somebody feels like they can come back and scare the shit out of you. So there's some dude from like 2008 who's like, God damn, I got like another 94 years to go fucking haunt somebody's <laughs> ass. I yeah. gotta wait for these. Well, tell, tell the listeners what our nephew said. Oh, uh, so Ben, our three-year-old nephew, who he's a bit of an old soul. Yeah, everyone, my mom always calls him that. So like he's like a Benjamin Button. Yeah, you're talking about the lunch thing? Yeah. So Saturday we were babysitting him and, and we were eating lunch and we, your brother got us uh, sandwiches from this really good restaurant. So I got like a mild one. You got a, a hot sandwich and Ben's eating like chicken nuggets or something and <laughs> And he's like, Val, can I have some of your sandwich? And you're like, no, it's really too hot. It's only for uh, big boys or older older kids can have this, or older people. And he's like, yeah. When I was older, I used to like chicken, hot chicken as well. But it's the weirdest creep. 
creepiest thing. It's not creepy. It's so creepy. It's funny. He sometimes says stuff like that in such like a chill way that I'm like, were you here as an older person? And I'm like, come back to haunt us. Yeah. No, he well he doesn't make me doesn't make me nervous. He doesn't it doesn't make me like nervous. It just freaks me out when he says stuff like that. Yeah. Well, why don't we move on from kids and ghosts and uh, iPhone 4 for a minute? <laughs> Okay, now that, that is some seriously, like, freaky shit right now. Like, I don't know. We'll talk about it a little bit too, but it's, I think it's something about being a kid. And I'm sure people have heard, theory, have heard the theories and heard the stories. It's just, like, kids, for whatever reason, just see more, whether it's ghosts or energy or lights or this or that. But, like, that is fucking scary. And speaking of scary, I want to read a ghost story that I was reading today. I was trying to find good ghost stories to read today, some that weren't going to make me too scared to go to bed by myself tonight because I'm already kind of terrified. It's only 7 o'clock and it's still bright out, but wherever I'll deal with this myself later. But this is from the website The Lineup, and the story is called You Need to Go Outside. So I'm going to read this, and um, yeah, we'll see, see what happens. So it goes. I used to live in a house that backed up to a big public open space where there are hiking, where there are hiking trails, lots of joggers and people who walk their dogs. Anyways, one night I had a kind of a creepy dream that an old lady came into my room and was trying to get me to come outside. The dream woke me up, so I got some water and turned off my fan because it was cold and I had fallen asleep again. I went right back into the same dream with this old lady coming in my room and calmly saying, you have to go outside now. I kept telling her no, it was too cold, and I woke up again with my fan on. I figured I must have been... I must have just thought I turned it off or the button got stuck, so I got up and I turned the fan off and went back to sleep. This time, I had the exact same dream, except she was much older looking in this one and was really agitated. She was yelling, go outside, you must go outside. I got up in the dream and followed her to the hallway. When I got to the hallway, she wasn't there, and then I woke up and I was actually standing in the fucking hallway. Her words, not mine. I've never ever walked around in my sleep before or after since this. Also, my fan was on when I went back to my room. At this point, I was freaked out, so I got something to eat and watched TV for a couple hours. Went back to bed around 5 or 6, and the dream didn't come back. The fucked up part is a couple days later, I saw that there was a police car. I saw that there were police cars in an open space, and when I asked my mom what had happened, she said they found an older woman who was reported missing a few days before. She must have had a heart attack or a stroke or something on the trails by my house, and they had found the dead body. All right, so a few things. Why is it that when you have like the scary or like the shitty worst dreams that you wake up and then you'll fall back asleep and you're instantly put back into those dreams? Like you'll never, I, I'm sure some comedians have done this before, but you'll never have like the best dream ever where you're eating like an ice cream sundae going on a big slide and having like the time of your life and then you fall asleep and you can never get back into that dream. Which it always happens to me. It's true. It's like the best dreams of my life. I'll wake up, be pissed off, fall back asleep instantly, and then nothing. The dream doesn't happen. But it's like you have like this batshit crazy dream, and for whatever reason, you get thrown right back into it instantly. So that's the first thing. That's fucking horrifying, and I hate when that happens. Secondly, all right, so you get back up, this lady says, and she went to go watch TV, and then she's like, oh, I'll go back to bed around 6 in the morning. It's like, look, at this point, you've had this dream two or three times about this crazy old lady yelling at you. I would maybe stay up for the rest of the day. I'm just saying, like, I'm not going back to bed at 6 in the morning and get thrown back into this damn dream. And then third of all, what happened? So this this lady went missing? 
Yeah, slay when miss. That's kind of horrifying to think that some old lady maybe just broke into your house. Like, I hope this was a dream and not some, first of all, I hope it wasn't a ghost. But secondly, I hope it wasn't just some crazy old lady who broke into your house because that's just as terrifying because it's like maybe get some new locks or some security system. But, uh, yeah, I, I think, I also do think it's like you, if you're living next to an old burial ground or a cemetery or someone's died in this house or this or that, I do think the energy could be stuck there. And it's just, I think this world is too big for not, for these crazy things not to happen. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's something about dreams. Dreams are awesome. They could be the best thing in the world. Like I literally, I told Val this morning before she left, I literally dreamt that I was dating Khloe Kardashian and we were just in a relationship, having fun. Uh, I think I was on keeping up with the Kardashians. You know, it was probably me and Scott Disick going to um, whatever clubs I go to, but it's just for whatever reason, like what, I don't know where that dream came from. I'm, I'm a Kim Kardashian fan over Khloe, but yeah, so dreams are good except when they're nightmares and then you get thrown back into them. So the other thing I wanted to talk about, speaking of like, paranormal radio shows this and that the worst the scariest thing i ever heard on the radio goes back to when i was in second year college and i was living with a uh, awful roommate who had red hair and was just like disrespectful and on the last day of residence he got really wasted and threw up all over himself and his computer and his bed and i had to clean him up and then four hours later my dad was picking me up to take me back home for the summer and i did be like Oh, uh, sorry about like the vomit smell, but that's my uh, old fire crotch gingerhead roommate who threw up everywhere. But this guy couldn't go to sleep without listening to the radio, which is why I probably can't fall asleep without listening to podcasts. But the guy wouldn't listen to like radio with headphones on. He would just have the radio going and whatever. It was like some AM radio station, but he would always listen. When he went to bed, the show that was always on was this show called Coast Coast to Coast with Greg Norrie. I believe that's the guy's name. It was basically like a paranormal show. He would have callers and they'd call in and talk about like crazy experiences, whether it's ghosts or aliens or exorcisms, this or that. And I always, I just fucking love that stuff, obviously, as I'm doing a podcast about this. But the scariest one was, I remember we saw that movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which stars Deborah from Dexter, where she gets possessed by the devil. And I remember like two weeks later, He's listening, puts on the radio, the show's on, and are they not doing, like, a live exorcism on air? Which is just horrifying, and, like, my roommate's already passed out. I'm like, I should probably turn this shit off. But I had to, I'm like, I gotta listen to this thing, because this is, first of all, it's not a podcast. It's not like I can pause it and listen to it tomorrow. This is live on the radio. So I'm like, I gotta listen to this thing. And I just remember being scared to death for, like, the next month. But, hey, I got through it, so that was, like, 10 years ago. But, you know what? Enough of me. Let's get to some stuff with Val in it. Why don't we do another classic 605 segment? And we're going to do a... Um, well, let's do a two-part. So this is from the same episode. This is from Season 10, Episode 8, and it's called What a Year. This is, I believe, our first podcast of probably 2016. And we talk about two things. So we talk about how Val... We claim that we have a ghost in our house called Frankie. And it's because there's an awesome episode of Catfish where this dead guy like uh haunts this woman and then she's like finds this girl on facebook it's like oh your dad's dead and he's like haunting my house and he says hi and his name's frankie it's just like the best episode ever so whenever like something happens in our apartment like if we hear like a bang or a light flickers this or that we're like frankie's here 
So when we get into it, this is two parts. The first part is Val talking about Frankie and the lights flickering. When it's really just because a socket's not fully pl- plugged into the wall. So it's kind of flickering on and off, which I debunked, but still some witty banter between the two of us. And then we talk about our uh, four, four-year-old nephew, Ben. And we talk about how kids can like see things that we can't see. And it's just like how kids can say the creepiest things. So why don't we get into it? This is season 10, episode 8, and this is What a Year and What a Ghost Story. So I know it's not a sponsor, and I think I said to you yesterday, I'm like, oh, this is going to be my sponsor of the week, and I can't remember what it is now. What? I don't remember. I didn't write it down. But the one thing, remember how like we've kind of been talking about ghost sequences yeah. and stuff that's oh, happening and all the paranormal doing. stuff? Yeah. So John thinks this is like not scary as fuck. It's not. It was to me, and it would be to you. No, it's not because there's science. It, no. So, I'm watching TV. John is, like, asleep in the bedroom still. I'm watching TV in the family room, and yes, we have our Christmas lights on both our mantle oh, oh, oh. and our tree up. Here's and a question for you. This is related. I'm no. not just interrupting you. I understand the tree's going to be up for another four or five months. Avi. When can we take down the mantle? No, in four or five months. <laughs> right? Okay. And so, base good. Right? <laughs> and so, base... Ah. <laughs> Um, so basically, I'm sitting and watching TV, it's about 11 in the morning, and it's like... The witching hour. The witching hour, and it's kind of dark, but not really. I go into the kitchen, and none of the lights are on on the trees, because it's the morning time, right? Yeah. And so, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna go, um, there's something on the TV I like, so I heard it in the kitchen, so I ran back to the family room. And I was, like, watching this commercial, and I was like, oh, it's really cool. But then I had to go back to the kitchen, and so I walk back to the kitchen, go get my shit together, and I come back out, and the lights are on on the mantle. Okay. How fucking scary is that? We unplug them. Let let me tell you this. Go. It would be scary if you didn't know my method to these. This this is why I want to bring the mantle down. And maybe we should if we are being haunted right now. (laughs) Yeah. So, it's what's it called? A mantle? Yeah. The mantle is plugged behind our bookshelf. The bookshelf is very heavy. Yeah. And it's a very little, very little room to put your arm in between. Yeah. And it's like, so if I unplug it fully every night and leave the plug on the bottom of the ground, yeah. uh, it's hard for me to find it, pick it up, and shove it in the hole. So what I do is I don't fully unplug it. I take it out. Yeah. But so the point that it's still kind of in there. So all you got to do is give it a little love tap, and it goes in. So what you're experiencing is... Who put it in? Who gave it the tap? No, what's the experiencing is, because it's half in, half out, it might just flicker on and off every once in a while, because it's kind of in there. It wasn't. The thing I'd be more worried about than a ghost is a fire hazard, which is clearly what I set up in here. No, you didn't. So it's definitely not a ghost. It's just... it's Have half some tea. Pl- it's half plugged in, half not. Oh, man, I'm losing it. My, my Have mouth. some tea. You have a fantastic story about your parents' house. So no, it's not. Go. It's not. It's another paranormal story. Yeah, exactly. Tell it. So at, we're playing with Benjamin in the basement, and this kid has no fear whatsoever. Like he is not scared of the dark or anything. And F, and just like a throwback, a few episodes ago, you told us how when you were like six years old, you saw a ghost in your room. Yeah, and in this house. In this so, house. So and so. I'm still scared as an adult of my parents' basement. Like, it's all done except for the laundry room where the furnace and stuff is. 
But like if we're wandering around by our, like by myself or it's dark, I'm still shit scared. Uh, of course, I'm scared right now and all the lights are on. Okay, so then this kid is like fearless, wandering around pitch black, going into the laundry room with the furnace, kind of like Home Alone where it makes the sounds and everything. And we're playing in the hallway and he goes and opens a closet, yeah. right? And all of a sudden, what we, me and John think he says is... Val, I see a little boy in the closet. <laughs> and both, both of us, like, freak out. Oh, and we're like, ah! So I'm like, oh my god, he sees a little Indian boy yeah. in the closet. And so then we're like, oh my god. But then luckily he said, I see a little ball yeah. in the closet. And we're like, oh my god, thank god. Right? Because Ben comes out of the woodwork saying some of the fucking craziest shit. <laughs> and so it does freak me out that he sees ghosts. Or he is a ghost. Well, I'm pretty sure he's not a ghost. And he's, never, he's never even seen it. But he's never seen a ghost. We don't know that. You know those times where Ben just, like, stares at you? Yeah. He's looking through you. Maybe I mean, there's a ghost behind you. Or maybe you're a ghost and you're in purgatory. No. This whole podcast is purgatory. Well, maybe it is like purgatory. Yeah, so that's debunked there. But it's still good witty banter. So why don't we talk about... I don't think we've ever I've ever mentioned this, but I've had... One slight ghost experience, I think. It may have been a ghost. It also could have just been a drunk hobo. Who knows? But this goes way back, way, way back to when I was a teenager. Let's say maybe 15 or 16 years old. And it's summertime. And my family and I had rented a cottage uh, for the week. And so as me, my two sisters, my mom and dad, we were driving back from a friend's cottage. And we were driving to our place. And it's late at night. We're driving down like a dirt road, which is always just freaky because I'm always, I'm not thinking ghosts. I'm thinking aliens. And I got an alien story I'm going to read you guys in a little bit. And we were driving down this dirt road and all of a sudden we just saw this guy. It's middle of summer. It's like a hot August night. And we see this guy with like um, dressed, I think he's dressed all in like leather, I think, with like a big leather hat. And he just kind of is like standing in the middle of the road. And then we looked, and I'm pretty sure none of us saw his feet. Like, it seemed like he was just floating in the air. And it wasn't just me who saw it. It was just, like, delusional little kid. Like, we all saw it. And it was just fucking freaky as hell. We drove away, and I'm just like, goddamn ghosts in the fields. Like, I'm expecting an alien to come beam me down and bring me up to a spaceship. I'm not expecting to see, like, I know what you did last summer, hook hand fisherman guy. But it also could have been a guy who just went fishing and was wearing a leather jacket. But it's like, who the hell wears a full leather getup in the middle of August in cottage country. But anyways, that's a ghost. That's my ghost experience. I don't think I've ever mentioned it before, but uh, it happened, and that's all that I can say about that because nothing else really happened in that story. But why don't we get into another good ghost story? So this one, this one is fucking freaky. So this one, let me find out what episode it is from. Okay, so this one is very recent. It's from season 13, episode 11. It's called Beware the Hungry Man. And I just watched the awesome documentary, Beware the Slender Man, about the Slender Man who, like, tells kids to kill people and stuff. It's fucking freaky, but it's not real. But we had a friend who Val used to work with who posted on Facebook how she was staying in a hotel, and her hotel room was haunted with, like, demon kids. And it's so goddamn scary and so goddamn good that we have to replay us talking about it. And um, so we talk about that, and then... We go into a story about how Val was in a hotel room and like a hobo was in the dumpster showing his butt to her, I think. So it's very good. It's all kind of blends into one good story. So why don't we get into it? This is season 13, episode 11. Beware the hungry man and beware which hotel room you stay in. Do you remember when we went to the 
went to Cape Cod and we had to stay in that yeah. weird house and, and like there was, ghosts, there in was there. ghosts in the house and John and I stayed in this like manor house in Cape Cod with my family. There was like fucking twelve rooms. Of course, we were the only, only ones who didn't get a room. Well, remember Hannah had to sleep, sleep under the stairs yeah. <laughs> in like in a, a closet. closet, right? So we didn't get a bedroom. We got like the front like like live uh, like classy like a. Di- like a- dining room area but it was like they put an air mattress in there but there were all these like haunted photos there was like painted pictures of little girls and, and stuff. stuff and so they just look so fucking scary and like 18th century looking and so at night we fully felt like they came alive so you know in some person's house there's like <gasps> do we ever tell that story of laura in the hotel no you should tell that story so uh, okay basically my point of this story was that like those photos are haunting so if there was ever a picture of like uh, like a tall man in a suit and then his like face started like falling off i'd yeah. be like slender man but the the other weird thing about this guy is mm-hmm. so some people say that he's scary he takes kids but mm-hmm. other people are like no he saves children like misunderstood children. and these two kids were bullied they didn't have friends yeah. this and that it's like a really sad story mm-hmm. but anyway it was really it's just cool and the sad thing was i didn't get to watch it that night but then uh-huh. when i started to watch it it was too scary <laughs> but i Started watching it today, and I still had to fast forward when yeah. they showed some stuff. Even though I'm like, I know it's not real, but it's just scary. <laughs> Do you so. want to tell the Laura story, and then we'll take a break? Yeah. So your our, our friend Laura, who used to work with uh, at your old company, mm-hmm. I saw her post a Facebook status once, maybe a couple months ago, and I think, because um, you guys know us, we love good ghost stories and no, everything. No, John loves good ghost stories. Yeah, it took you six years to tell me your ghost story. I know. I'm still ups- upset. So anyway, she was, I believe, on a shoot for work in, I think it was, was it New Orleans? I'm just trying to find the post. Do you want to pause it? Yeah. Okay, so I actually found the post. Maybe I'll just read yeah, it just yeah. to give her, do her justice. So wait, so should I give context though? Yeah. So one of the channels that I used to work for was called Travel and Escape and just kind of like, uh, is it um, OLN? Right? That channel still exists, right? Yeah, yeah. OLN, how they do, like, ghost hunters and ghost yeah. stories. Travel and Escape, T&E, did a lot of, like, paranormal shows. And so Laura, as a producer, was obviously going to, like, get um, authentic, like, ghost story content for either digital content. Oh, it was or, for yeah. that? Okay. So go for it. I'm just trying to see what state it's in. Hold on. I'm zooming out. Oh, it's in uh, Tennessee, I guess. Okay. So this is what she posted. Um, checked in at the Red House Historic Inn and Suites, or the Reed House, sorry, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, some shit. Okay. So she said, had my first ghost encounter last night at the hotel. Saw a redheaded girl with no legs and old-style clothing standing by my bed screaming something at me. P.S. Already the most horrifying thing yeah. ever. Uh, I told her to go away and pulled the covers over my head thinking I was dreaming. I don't even think I'd be able to like, be no, that strong No, I'd be like, be peace like, out. Rrr. Yeah. Um, then this morning, Paul tells me the place is haunted by Civil <laughs> War ghosts. Fits the bill pretty well, I think. So I just wanted to read some of the comments because they like, Kay. I'm already intrigued. I'm like, this is yeah. the craziest thing ever. So she, someone said, you're staying at the Reed House? That place is famously haunted. And she writes back, fabulous. You could have said something before. And then the one person wrote, which room did you stay in? There's a ghost in 311 and a bunch of demons in 405. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I was in 405. Oh, my God. They she should really tell the... you, yeah. They should tell you that kind of shit. Yeah. It's like when you buy a house and you have to say if somebody was murdered there. Yeah, and then someone else wrote, they actually did a Ghost Hunters episode on this hotel. It's on T&E. It'll, yeah. I'll get you the screener. The hotel was built on top of the ruins of an old hospital. The fourth floor was the pediatric ward, and a bunch of people see ghosts of kids. Room 311 was a suicide. Oh. 
This is why I would never stay in an old-timey hotel. No. Like, I was going to make a bad joke. Like, I'd stay in the Trump Hotel before I'd stay in a hotel <laughs> built before 1924. That's awesome. But I just thought... Oh, scroll down. I, can't, I got out of it. No! Okay. I know. So, I've seen the picture. It's a picture, right? So, uh, another friend of Laura's posted, the Tennessee Children's Asylum Ooh. once stood at 827 Broad Street in Chanatuga. According to the Chanatuga History Center, unusual experiments were performed on some of the children. Jesus. Super eerie. I hope you're checking out of there soon. And then posted a picture. And, like, I'm sorry, any black and white picture of kids is fucking frightening. Yeah, that's what half the Slenderman pictures yeah. were black I and white. I am your daughter. <laughs> I'm also slender. <laughs> Should we break? Yeah. So I was actually thinking the minute we finished the Laura story, yeah. we kind of just ended it full stop and didn't say like, whoa, that was crazy. We just kind of like, yep, peace out. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who uh, aren't in the studio with us right now, this is uh, part two. We're actually recording this part on another <laughs> night. This is now Monday night. We're dropping the episode in like two hours. Yeah. We literally recorded the first part yesterday, which was mm-hmm. Sunday, and then... You, we made dinner, and then mm. we just ended it on a ghost story without, like, yeah. no reaction. So my reaction was, when I read that, was, like, fucking terrifying. Yeah. And I would definitely very much not stay there or ask to instantly get moved. I also think, like, don't you research the places you stay, like, in terms uh, of hotels? Yeah, but how you stay at a lot of hotels. Have you ever Googled, does this hotel have ghosts? No, I remember the one time I went um, to a work Are hotel. Are you holding out another ghost story no, on me? No, no, no ghost story. This was when the man was in the dumpster outside oh, my okay. window. Oh, okay. I think this is when the man was <laughs> under my bed. Ugh, no. Um, when I went on a business trip um, a couple years ago, we <laughs> ended up staying at this, like, not like a Motel 5, but it was like a ghetto, like, motel i guess it was like a motel five yeah. hotel um and i was on the ground floor and beside my ho- beside the hotel was like a trailer park right. and we backed a men's prison <laughs> so what? Like, yeah so it was crazy then i remember like traveling with one of my colleagues and when she went up to her room like the toilet wasn't working oh. and so she couldn't open like none of her lights were working okay. in her room and then when i went to my room the curtains wouldn't actually close Whoa. right and then the window was just always slightly open and i was on the ground floor Jesus. so you remember when i used to live at my house and yeah um, the previous house um before you and i moved in and i was on the ground floor of that apartment building yeah. and i used to set up like booby traps in the window just in case like a squirrel ran in that's, uh, yeah, that's one reason why I like living in an apartment. Like, I know, like, one day we'll probably buy a house, rent a yeah. house, whatever it is. But I'm like, I feel like anyone can just easily break into a house. This apartment's hard to break into. First of all, we're on the sixth floor. Yeah. We have, like, 12 locks on our door. <laughs> our balcony's always locked. Like, it's kind of hard to break into here. That's true. It is a safety thing. I do wish we had a concierge. But what I was going to say is, when... I would go to sleep in that room, and I got asked to move to the back because I didn't want to be in that shady room with, like, the window slightly open because it was freezing. Right. I got switched rooms, and then the same room, the window curtains wouldn't close fully, and it was in the back, so that's where the dumpster was. And when I opened the window, like, tried to close the window, like, at the instantly when I got in there, there was a man in the dumpster, and, you know, like, Whoa. just like me and Valachunas, we, like, locked <laughs> eyes awkwardly. I'm like, wow. <laughs> So it's like, this is the shitty thing about hotel rooms now. It's like, first of all, I got to go in there and be worried about bed bugs. I got to check for bed bugs. But now you're telling me I also got to be worried about, like, ghosts haunting my hotel room. But it's true. It's just like, you never know. I, I do think it is one of those things where someone died in or around where you're living, 
what's stopping them from just like hanging out? But it's also like I'm waiting for the day. It's like why can't why don't you ever see a ghost with like an iPhone or something? Like it's always old little kids. That's a doesn't make sense. But it's always like little kids from the 1800s. Which like where's a guy with like Beats by Dre headphones being like fucking I'm a gangster. I'm haunting you or something like that. So, but yeah, it's like. You just never know. You could get bed bugs. You could get a demonic child from a cemetery haunting you. It's fucking crazy. But uh, I also want to talk about now my favorite old-timey, like, ghost TV shows and ghost movies. So I still – I love want- watching scary movies now. I was telling Val the other day that I saw the trailer for the new movie It, which comes out, I believe, in October. I was like, oh, it sucks. I'm like – I know obviously you'll never want to see it with me in theaters because you don't watch scary movies. And I'm like, but I, you're telling me I got to wait. I'm not going to watch it in theaters because I'm not, not going to go by myself. But it's like I got to wait for this movie to come out on demand for free before I can watch this movie. Because like I'm so pumped for it. But I'm like, oh, it comes out in October. But it probably won't come on demand for free until like March. No, not even March. Probably like August of next year. So I got to wait till August 2018 to watch it. Like, the same thing just happened with The Purge Election. I think it came out last summer, and I just saw it on demand on the free demand channel, like, three weeks ago. And it was awesome, by the way. I highly recommend it if you like The Purge movies. But there's three shows I want to talk about in particular that I remember being horrified of them when I was a kid. And I bet you if I went back and watched them now, they wouldn't be scary because it has, like, the weird 90s production. It's like when I rewatched Oz. It's like Oz is a great show, but it's got like that weird '90s just kind of like oh, okay, this isn't doesn't cut. It's not up to the standard of the shows that you watch today. So the one show I remember I loved to death. And it was like one of the few shows I watched with my little sister Katie. It was called Beyond Belief: Fact or Fiction, and I believe I checked it out today. It ran for like three or four seasons and it had a couple different hosts. But the one host that I used to watch was Jonathan Frakes. You might know him better as that guy with the beard from the Star Trek show from the 90s. I don't know what else he's been in. I just know him. He wore the red Star Trek outfit and had the beard, Jonathan Frakes. So basically it was a show where they would recreate and tell five stories. And you'd have to guess whether it was fake or fiction. Or sorry, fact or fiction. At the end of the episode... They would say which stories were fake that they made up and which stories were actually based on real shit that happened. And I swear to God, whoa, I saw like a weird light shining. I think it was just like a reflection, but that was fucking freaky. There it is again. Jesus fucking Christ. I uh, probably shouldn't be talking about all this ghost stuff now, but, but I swear to God, and you could ask my little sister Katie a hundred percent of the time. There wasn't once when I got it wrong. I guess, and her as well. We guessed it correct every single time what was fact or what was fiction. But I remember it being awesome, just like crazy stories of like ghosts that you didn't know were ghosts or whatever, like Alligator Man that clearly was a fiction story because there's no such thing as Alligator Men. So I remember that one being awesome. It wasn't that scary because I clearly was watching it. I think I was like 12 and my little sister must have been 8. So maybe I was being a big bad brother by showing her that thing. It didn't scare me, but maybe it scared her. The other one I remember watching when I was way too young was Fire in the Sky which I think it was a TV movie, but it was about like four or five guys, true story, in the woods who all claimed to have been abducted by aliens. And I just remember being freaked out because they were showing like the alien abductions and like all the problems they were having coming back and how people didn't believe them, this or that. But it's like, I should check YouTube and see if that movie's on there or if it's on Netflix or something because I would love to watch it again because I bet you it's not scary now. And then the one other one, which 
I've never been able to find because I don't remember what it was called. But it was this weird movie. It probably came out around the time when Blair Witch came out because it was like a found footage type of show about this family living in the woods and how like they saw an alien in the woods with like a ray gun try and shoot them. And then the whole thing was just about the aliens like breaking into their house. And you actually see the aliens. And at one point, the guy with the camera is in his bedroom and he thinks like he's going to die. And all of a sudden, you slowly see the door close and there's already an alien in there and it like the camera just cuts to black and kills him. Fuck. I gotta tell you guys right now, I'm getting scared reminiscing about these stories. Like, my God. I love these things, but they are freaky. Alright, so why don't we get into another classic 605 story. And let's get into Season 6, Episode 12. We're gonna go way back to 8 seasons ago with the Sleepy Time Ghost Story. From Val, where she claimed that a ghost was in her house and she woke me up in the dead of night. And the one thing you don't want is for the person next to you to wake you up and be like, there's something in the house. Because that is scary. And um, yeah, so it's pretty good. Let's get into it and let's see if there was an actual sleepy time ghost in our apartment. Midway through Saturday's Friday night sleep where that thing toppled over. I, oh <laughs> my god. Okay, so people, if you listen to last week's podcast where I mentioned that there was this big shatter in the kitchen... And I am like scream, like nervous for my life. I'm trying to get my loving boyfriend. Hold on, before you badmouth me, who went to the kitchen and found out that it was a speaker? After like 20 minutes of trying to wake up John, my boyfriend who doesn't know my birthday or (laughs) doesn't understand why I'd make my handles with 23 in it. Miranda liked that sound. Did she? When I made it for her on the dad board, but some guy looked at me weird when I did. She thought you were probably making a sex grunt. Like, oh, <laughs> 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 this is why I can't do podcasts on my dates when we're both sleepy. And I'm all stuffed up. Why are you stuffed up? I don't know. Benjamin didn't sneeze on you. So, okay, hold on. So, yesterday or on Friday when we were sleeping again, so John literally took 20 minutes to get out of bed to go check if there was a killer in the kitchen. But then, again, something fell in our bedroom. The windows are all closed. So there's a fucking ghost. No, they, they, they were There's a sleepy closer. time ghost, guys. Remember from last season, the dawn of the sleepy time ghost? This has entered our lives again. The sleepy time ghost came into our bedroom, knocked over something, and for dear life, I'm, like, trying to wake up my starfish boyfriend... <laughs> I'm like, John, the love of my life, get up. The yeah, man right. doesn't know my birthday. You were more like slapping me in the face, like, punk. <laughs> punk. Pip punk. Punk, get up. Get what? your ass up. Why do I sound insane? I don't. Get your ass up, white boy. No, so I was like, John, what is that? And you're like, <laughs> It's a combination of the sad people and Scooby-Doo. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Scooby-Doo? So either way, what's on tap for today? So I don't know what's scarier, scarier the idea of a sleepy time ghost or, um, sorry, I just realized what that weird light reflection was and it was just someone opening their screen door across the street from me and just like the light from their door reflecting off was reflecting in here. So I guess there's no ghost. But yeah, it's like, what's scarier? The fact that there was a sleepy time ghost or that for some reason it seemed like I forgot Val's birthday, which clearly I never do because it's two days before Christmas, but that's pretty funny. All right, I'm going to get into another uh, story I read online. This one is an alien abduction story. And I hope that by like opening these on my phone that I'm not opening up the idea that aliens might come and like fucking attack me one day. But um, shit, let's see. There's a bunch here. Let me pick a good one. One sec. 
Okay, I found this one on Reddit. So this one is from Prego Lego. And they wrote, not my story, but my father-in-law swears he was abducted, abducted on a camping trip in the northern Appalachians with about four other people. They hiked up near a lake and set up a campsite and set up a camp. He says they all remember swimming and then eating dinner, but no one remembers cleaning up camp or going into their tents. They woke up about 10 yards away from their original site in the exact same formation that they had set up the camp. But all the little stuff was in the same spot and there was no fire in the middle or the original area, uh, but not in the new one. They pulled out a measuring tape and my fill, which it took me a minute, I'm like, fuck's a fill, but my father-in-law. It's like, really? Do we live in this world where it's like, you can't just write father-in-law? You gotta give them an acronym, Phil. So my Phil at his backpack from work measured the distance between the stakes and the tent poles and it was the exact distance between all the tent poles from where they originally were and the new area. So basically they're saying, sorry, this person wrote this weird, but they're like 10, um, 10 yards away from there should be. And before anyone says anything, my Phil is a super slight sleeter, according to my mill, which, you know, I guess is a mother-in-law if that's what a mill and a Phil is. Okay, so, sorry. And before anyone says anything, my Phil is a super light sleeper and doesn't drink or do drugs, has no history or symptoms of mental illness, and was the first one awake. He still refuses to go hiking on the trail because uh, he think, sorry, he refuses to go hiking that trail today as it's an easy hike and he isn't trying to be lazy or get out of it. All right, so I clearly picked a shitty story because that person wrote that weirdly and they didn't talk about the actual alien abductions. But, even though that's a shitty story, let me just delete this from my phone so that no aliens find me. But first of all, I always find if anywhere in your store you say, I don't usually do drugs or drinking, oh, you're doing the drugs and you're drinking. So I wouldn't put that past uh, old Uncle Phil there and his um, his camp buddies. So, But I will say this. I have gone camping before. I haven't gone camping in a long time. But one of my biggest fears of camping and or living in the woods is that I would be abducted by aliens because it's such an easy thing. You're living way out there. There's no one around you. Like, what the hell is stopping some weird spaceship from coming down and zapping you up into a spaceship and flying away and probing you or something? It's like we live in such – the universe is such a giant thing. And it's like we'd be uh, so stupid to think that there's not other things out there. And so I do. I, I believe in aliens. I believe that they've come down, this and that. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I like living in an apartment in the city because it's like, how the hell are they going to come and zap me from here without people seeing them unless they're crafty bastards? But, uh, yeah, I just I, – I've had friends growing up. I remember they lived like out in the middle of nowhere in the woods and I would sleep over there and I'd just be like fucking freaked out that an alien would come and get me. You know, either that or like Sasquatch or some shit like that. Ugh. Ooh, excuse me. It's my birthday so I'm allowed to burp if you're listening to this, Val. Uh, I'm going to end this soon. I think, okay, why don't we get into, this one's pretty quick. This is from season 11, episode four, and it's called Pretty Boy Swag, brackets, beautiful version. And it's just talking about the sixth sense and how it scared us growing up and how I watched it. I watched a promo, just watching the promo for the sixth sense scared me, not even watching the movie. And this was like a year ago. It's not like I watched a promo when I was 13 and it scared me. This is like a recent thing. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Let's get some more Val on this podcast. Give it a listen. Whoa. This is before we met each other. Apparently. So how is it the best? 
Well, you should be like the best next eight years. <laughs> <laughs> it's work related. It's not like the best. We met at your work. This is before I met you at your okay. work. So I found a DVD of when I was an intern still at, yeah. at City TV. And it was all promos either I helped work on mm-hmm. or whatever. And so I was like, oh, let me watch this shit. Because I haven't seen it probably in about eight years. Right. And now at this point, it's probably like 1130 at night. Yeah. So I was preparing for the next day to do a solo podcast. Right. So I wanted to do some work. So I wanted to do the best podcast I could. Right. Uh, so this is kind of two stories into one. Obviously, because I'll never get to talk. And now that I'm doing this, I'm like, damn, I should have done this. Why did my voice <laughs> should have done this Maybe damn solo podcast. Maybe it was eight years ago. <laughs> Look how entertaining I am. So I'm going through this po- this. Best you're only best. entertaining because you're talking to me. Exactly. So I'm looking through this DVD. Great promos. There's Bachelor, there's Beauty and the Geek, all these great things. I was like, oh my God, your content hasn't changed in eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I remember doing Bachelor stuff when I was an intern. I love that shit. That's so depressing. No, it is. I like doing that. I know. You like it. I know, but yeah. Front like you would love to do a Bachelor promo. I never get to do that shit. You'd love to. No. So anyways, 11.30 at night. You know what the last promo is? No. It's a promo for The Sixth Sense. The movie? Yes. Whoa. So I watch it, yeah. scary as shit, and guess what? What? Now I'm in the house by myself for three more days <laughs> after being reminded about a movie called The Sixth Sense. Yeah. You think I enjoy going to bed that night? No, I'd be more nervous to go to the kitchen. Oh, why'd you have to remind me about the kitchen? <laughs> Can I tell you that story? Um, is it going to scare me? No. Yeah. So me, Lil, and Miranda, friends of the podcast, went to go see that when we were in like high school, whenever it came out. Yeah. And, um. <laughs> I was only in grade eight, so cougar. Anyways, <laughs> I was in grade nine. Whoa. <laughs> right? Anyways. Um, so we went to the theater and like at the scariest parts, like of that film, one being the kitchen scene where yeah. all of the cupboards are open. Yeah. Like when you like turn one way, all the cupboards are closed, you turn the other way, and they're all open instantly. Yeah. We all freaked out. And so, Lil and Miranda started, like, grasping each other in fear. Who'd you have? I had this old broad sitting beside me. What's with you and old people at movies? I don't know. This I think they gravitate, I don't know, they all gravitate towards me. So I ended up, like, grabbing this old chick's arm, this old, like, bigger black lady. Okay. And so I was like, whoa! <laughs> I was like, we're okay with this, right? Yeah. And so I just, like, burst out laughing, and that seemed to break the tension of the film. That's good. But then I was, like, equally terrified to shit to go back to my parents' place afterwards and, like, go into the kitchen and be like, I am your daughter. daughter. Right? Well, I was scared when I was going to bed that Misha Barton would be under my bed (gasps) grabbing my legs. Oh, yeah, it was Marissa. Yeah. So weird. Exactly. Yeah, and you know what, guys? I think we've done it. I think you've had enough of me just talking and rambling about ghosts and aliens and this for enough for one week. I think um, I think we had fun. And sometimes I like doing these uh, episodes by myself, although it takes a few minutes just to get into it and feel comfortable again. It's just, you know, it's a lot of talking. And I uh, it was my birthday. I still wanted to do a podcast. And I think we had some fun. I think it was nice to revisit some crazy old stories. It's always fun for me just to, like, read about ghost stories. And yeah, find out next week if I was able to sleep through the night or if I terrified myself into uh, staying awake all night because I was reading all these crazy ghost stories and stuff. But yeah, thanks again for listening, guys. I mean, I wanted to put this out. I didn't want to make you wait. It might not be up to the same quality or caliber that it's when it's Val and I, but I think there's a lot of people out there who like these ghost stories and stuff. And you know what? My birthday, my rules, let me burp, let me tell some stories, let me read some stories, let me do my thing. I mean, 160 episodes in, 
you gotta let me do some of these things sometimes. You know, two for you, one for me. That's the way I say it. Um, but when we get into it, let's get into the band of the week this week, and um, we're gonna go with one of my favorite rappers right now. He uh, goes by the name of Logic, and he is a biracial rapper. He is half white, half black. But if you saw him, you would think that he looks like a nerdy white guy because, uh, yeah, that's what he is. But he has a new album out. It's called Everybody. And his last album was called The Incredible True Story. And, um, oh, sorry, I just got a text message and it scared the shit out of me. So clearly I will be going to bed terrified tonight. Um, yeah, so he has his new album called Everybody. And it's I'm telling you, if you're uh, a biracial kid, Growing up, this is the album for you because it's all about being a uh, mixed race, which is great. You know, 2017, there's lots of us, lots of people like that out there now. Uh, so yeah, so it's great. So his album's really good. I like it because he produces everything himself. He's a dope rapper. He does a little bit of singing. It's just like a cool 2017 album. And the song that I'm going to play tonight, it's probably my favorite song off of the album, and it's called Black Spider Man. And a few years ago, everyone petitioned to get Donald Glover to play Spider-Man, but the network studios wouldn't because he's black and Spider-Man's supposed to be white, which is ridiculous. And I also think that if they did a petition this year to, to have him as black Spider-Man, everyone would be like, hell yeah, because he's such like a big star now because of Atlanta and Childish Gambino. But when this petition went around, I think he was like first or second year of community, so he wasn't as big as he is now. But the, yeah, the song's awesome. And my favorite line in it, again, this is a song about kind of being, uh, the whole album's kind of about race, but my favorite line from the song is, I'm just as white as the Mona Lisa, I'm just as black as my cousin Keisha, I'm biracial, so bye Felicia. Which I always think is a fantastic rap. So why don't we get into it, this is enough of me talking, this is Black Spider-Man by Logic. So why don't we give it a listen, and enjoy. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live605. And there you'll see uh, pictures, gifts, memes, all that good stuff. I'll probably, you know, I might post a link to uh, Beyond Belief Factor Fiction on YouTube because I believe it's on there. Now, I'll, I'll post the links to these ghost stories that I read and everything. And then hit us up on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow your boy. I'm at Malencamp. And then... Sorry, I'm just getting all Facebook posts because it's my birthday. You can follow Val on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. She's at ValGomez23 to go on there and get a sneak peek of my birthday week, and we'll talk about it all next week. And then go to iTunes and uh, hit subscribe, rate, and comment because every time you leave a note, it leaves us closer to the news and noteworthy. So until next week, I'm your past podcaster, John. She's your Val. She's your Val. She is Val from somewhere flying over Canada. And B. Everybody know I do. Listen, I ain't insane to be white. I ain't insane to be black. I ain't insane to my beautiful Mexican wife, as a matter of fact. I know you fucking with that. And I'm not scared of the people who tell me I should be. Do what you love and don't ever wonder what it could be. Everybody for my hood. Everybody know I'm good. Sometimes I'm misunderstood. But that's just the uneducated and never related. It feel like I'm faded. It feel like I'm faded. I'm right on my mind. Tell them. Mama don't love me, daddy don't love me Wonder why I drown in the bubbly You could be anything you wanna be Set the person you don't wanna be Let them hate, let them love Wondering if everybody's still like this up above When that push kinda shove Made me wanna pull up with the with the gat and the glove Like, I just wanna be free Not a slave to the stereotype All alone in my room in the middle of the night I don't have the words for my stereo mic I don't wanna be black, I don't wanna be white I just wanna be a man today I don't wanna be a Christian, Muslim, gay, straight up I see you later, bye Not perceived by the things I
son, my son, my son, son. Say, black is beautiful, black is beautiful. Be black and proud, be black and proud. Fuck everybody hating on me right now. I'm black and proud, black and proud. I'm just as white as that Mona Lisa. I'm just as black as my cousin Keisha. I'm biracial, so bar for me. Praise black Jesus, not called a preacher. Maybe Jesus was black. Maybe Jesus had dreads. Spider Man should be black. I vote for Glover instead. Glover instead. Like what's up? John Mallon and Val Gomez.